What's up, guys? Welcome to the Flawed Dad's Guide to Parenting, the podcast all about the average flawed dad learning to be a better parent. Today, we're talking about an issue that hits just about every household. We're going to be talking about lying and kids lying. And how do we deal with it? What are the techniques for discipline? How do we get our kids to stop? Is it really something we should be concerned about? Or is it something that they just go through naturally when they're trying to develop? We're going to get into a whole bunch of information on that. So stick around and listen as a couple of flawed dads figure out how not to screw up our kids too bad. A quick word from our sponsor, Harler, a women's fashion brand that focuses on self-love and unique identity. They have a 30-day postage-paid guaranteed return program that means if you're going out shopping for your significant other and you're not quite sure what size to get her, you know that you're going to be getting the right thing because they can always return it for a different size. I know that's always a problem for me. Whenever I go to go shopping for Rachel, I'm never quite sure what size to be getting her and I'm always worried about is she going to be able to return it. In this situation, there's no concerns about that. On top of that, they've got some incredible deals. I was just looking on their site for something to get for Rachel. And I found a top that was $198 normally on sale for $45. I know that I'm going to be picking that one up for Rach. It's going to look great on her. Make sure to go check out their brand, H-A-R-L-L-U-R-E dot com. Again, that's harler.com. H-A-R-L-L-U-R-E dot com. Hey, Graham. Warren, always a pleasure to talk. I absolutely look forward to these every week. Oh, Most good. weeks, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's good to be chatting again. Um, you know, we just had that last episode after a little bit of a break. Um, it is again unfortunate that this is over Zoom rather than in person, but that seems to be the way of things going forward. So. Yes, we have to get used to it. Yeah, yeah. So you had an interesting topic for us again. Another really interesting one uh, for the the podcast tonight yes and it's something that i've dealt with in my household but i i know that in your household it's been a challenge recently and um why don't you dive into it so today in particular um our oldest decided uh what was it she brought in um a cup cup to our bedroom our our youngest uh was playing on the bed right and uh, McKenna, the oldest, says, Kendra, do you want to drink some water? Like, okay, that's all right. That's fine. And so, no, not in the bed, of course. Okay, come down, et cetera. So Kendra takes a sip. She goes, ew. And McKenna laughs. Um, and Vanessa was there. And she basically was like, that wasn't water, was it? She says, yes, it was. And so she walks away, puts it away. And, and so like the whole thing situation reeks of yeah, uh, like something, right? Like when do you ever just go and get water and bring it to your sister and say, do you right. want some water? And then yeah. like, put it back. You never put anything back. There's ever. definitely some form of torture, <laughs> sibling torture going on here. Something happening there, right? No, it's just water. And so it's like Vanessa says, so if I go and drink that, right, that's just water, right? And so, and she just continued to double down on the fact that like, yeah, yeah, it came from the tap. Right. Like it's water. And so then I went over and smelled it just pure vinegar. Well, 
now like I, pure white vinegar. Yeah. Now I would say that it was it was made because Kendra actually poured there was a vinegar bottle out and uh, I guess they were doing something with it. I don't know, but Kendra loves to pour stuff into other vessels, right? That's her thing. Yeah. And so I'm sure she created it, but McKenna knew full well. And so then she was like, it was, it was just a double down on a double down on a double down, even though we're like, we know you're lying. You're like, no, I'm not lying. Like you're lying on the lie, even though we're telling you like it's it's a, this is like inception of lying of some sort. Like it's become real because like it was a, it was a crazy layer of stuff. And so you're now getting into the realm of American politics. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) You don't know which way is up. And so it was just so frustrating um, in particular because uh, however long ago, it wasn't that long ago. Uh, she, she lied again for it. And it's always something silly, totally silly, totally not worthwhile lying about, right? Save right. those lies for, for something. Yeah. yeah. But this, um, and uh, at least one thing that I did was I said, well, no screen time then. Um, mm-hmm. I've tried a, a decent amount of techniques and, and I'm interested to in doing some more research to see whether there's something else that I can try. Sure. Um, but I came down to the fact like, all right, well, I got to do something here as a punishment for you to, to hopefully get out of this. And so she had no screen time for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then today, and so yeah. I was like, well, there's no screen time for the next like goddamn year then. <laughs> <laughs> right like you don't even look at a screen if you're the side of your eye sees a screen <laughs> you should be looking away <laughs> right um and and i was like all right and because you kept lying like i guess there's no desserts for you either uh, mm-hmm. later on after like and, and so just going down this thing and it's just so frustrating because yeah, I mean, it just you lose trust in what they're yeah. saying, and even when they say no, I'm really telling the truth. I'm like, well, that's what you were just saying now, and I knew that you were lying. So mm-hmm. even when you say that you're telling the truth, now you're lying that you're telling. The truth. It's just yeah, so very frustrating. We um, have we have gone through that with Navina in particular, you know, really badly, and to the point where it has done some damage to our relationship because of of a the breaking of trust. Right. Um, I try to get past it. And Rachel keeps telling me that it is a part of their development and that it's totally natural and these sorts of things. And it's okay. That may be the case, but it's not something we need to sponsor. Uh, and they have to understand that getting caught in a lie has serious consequences. Yes. You know, both from, um, you know, trust perspective but also long term in their relationships with other individuals exactly and you know it's our responsibility as parents to teach them that yeah and so one thing that i remember reading a long time ago was talking about lying and it was a it was a book um it wasn't a book about like uh whatever the the fox or whatever it is the you know that says like there's a fox the chickens oh you're talking talking about are you, are you talking about the boy who cried wolf or that's the one? Yeah, that's exactly the one. I've told Navina that story a few times. Yeah. Okay. So this story, this, this book, this, whatever it was, was not talking about the boy who cried wolf. Mm-hmm. It was talking about 
another book about, I think it was Abraham Lincoln, potentially was in there. And it's a while ago, so my memory is a little foggy, but the, the crux of it was that um, the book essentially explained about how telling the truth made you feel good and mm-hmm. really didn't get you in trouble things. And so the, the premise was that if you tell your children that they will, that you're going to make us happy um, by telling the truth mm-hmm. and that they won't get in trouble for things that um, kids are always in that, in essence, trying to make you happy. And so by saying that, they will tell the truth. And that's been the rule in your house for a long time is that if the kids tell the truth, they, they don't get in trouble. Exactly. So what do you think it is that took McKenna down the path where, I mean, if she said, yeah, it's vinegar, you know, you, because that's the rule that you can't get upset. You wouldn't have gotten upset because knowing you, you stick to exactly what it is that you say. Yeah. Um, what do you think it is that made her decide that she did? She, I mean, her answer is, I don't know. I'm like, I, I don't know either because unless you really enjoy these hard talks about me being disappointed with you and taking things away, unless you just really enjoy <laughs> losing things, um, then I don't understand because you're not going to get in trouble or I'm doing a horrible job of, basically when you are telling the truth mm-hmm. that you feel like you are getting in trouble in some capacity. And the only thing is it's the not in trouble thing. It may seem as though they're in trouble if the conversation is still like, all right, well, like you did the vinegar thing, but maybe like next time don't do that. Right. right. Is that yeah. getting in trouble in her mind? Maybe. I don't know how else to do it. Like maybe I'll just get up and dance and do something entirely. (laughs) Yeah. Like like something so unorthodox and just have no conversation about the thing. Right. Like she told the truth and like do a dance or something like that. uh, Just to avoid any possibility of appearing like she's getting in trouble. Maybe that's the trick. Yeah. Um, There's a, there's an article here from the child mind Institute that says so there's a doctor dr rouse says one children reason children lie is because they've discovered this novel idea and are trying it out just as they do with most kinds of behaviors to see what happens they'll wonder what happens if i lie about this situation what will it do for me what does it uh, get me out of uh what does it get me that sort of thing Mm -hmm. and so his argument is that we should kind of expect it because it's something that they have to examine and and uncover for themselves much like children have to put their hand on a hot stove even though you say it's gonna burn your fucking hand you know they grab it anyways okay well she's tested it a number of times (laughs) (laughs) that's my thought (laughs) right (laughs) not everyone she's she's as literal as you graham (laughs) she has scientifically tested the results and every time that she's lied it has resulted in a horrible experience maybe the sample size of this particular experiment has not reached acceptable levels yet (laughs) well so i i will say um 
I, I made a comment to her a couple of days ago and saying, you know what, McKenna, I kind of really hope that you just keep lying because this no screen time thing is awesome. Right. Uh, it is like Kendra, our, our youngest doesn't watch nearly as much stuff just because the older daughter isn't really asking they're playing like mm-hmm. automatically. There's, there's no, Oh, maybe I'll be able to watch something right now. Um, mm-hmm. If I'm a little, if there's downtime, whereas like McKenna knows that there's absolutely no way, no chance yeah. that that's going to happen. Yeah. And so there's not even a question. She just starts playing. She plays with the sister. They're having a great time. And I'm like, man, this is no screen. Like, yeah, you just eliminate this entirely here. This is awesome. Have you um, considered that? Well, going through this again. Yeah. It seems like that's a, a viable option. Yeah. Because you and I had this whole conversation about screen time just a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. And, and I made the argument that it's an important skill for kids to learn is, is, yeah. you know, uh, utilizing technology. So are, your, your thoughts are that you may sacrifice that in order to yeah. have peace and. Yeah, I am. Because when I'm okay. looking back at it now, Okay, so the the idea that like they're maybe learning um, some skills, et cetera. But if you look at the stuff, they're not. It's not yeah. video games, at least that our girls are doing. They're right. sitting and watching, consuming garbage. Yeah, trash yeah. for the most yeah, part. Okay. What I don't mind are the ones where they're uh, like mimicking dances and they're okay. dancing along to something or other. Yeah, right. Like that's pretty awesome. Uh, like they're well, at least McKenna is dancing around the the mm-hmm. youngest one. Kind of does do a little bit of dancing, and then just shortly ends up just her uh, watching at it too. So, <laughs> uh, you know, but so uh, video games, like I can see some benefit there. Doing some sure. other type of interaction or research or something like that. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, but uh, for uh, I guess the other part of it is what what we need to do is, and I, I use the word we, because there's not a problem with the way I operate in terms of, in terms of the rules of whatever it is. It's, it gets bled into uh, the opening are, from yeah, Vanessa's standpoint. This is <laughs> thin, thin ice. I think <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll skate carefully here. Uh, um, I, I said today that I was like, and and I'm ta- I'm talking to you too, Vanessa. Like this means, like you're you're setting her up for failure here because you're you're like even if Mummy says that it's okay for you to watch, it is not okay for you to watch. If I catch this, like everyone is gonna get in trouble. Like, I was so annoyed, uh, just because of the double down she was telling it. To. It wasn't yeah. just me, right? It was to her, yeah, her mom and everything, right? Uh, I was just so disappointed and frustrated and angry. So I was like, this is like, it's an embargo across the whole thing. Yeah. Like, no way does anyone see this. <laughs> so um, take me through some of the other things that you've done in order to try to stop lying. So, you know, the one that you won't get in trouble if you tell the truth thing. And, yeah. and I think you had some, a fair amount of success with that for a while. Yeah. Yeah. There's, it, it comes and goes. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's the te- retesting thing. Oh, sure. what, have I gotten better at this lying thing? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll try this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm nope. immune to punishment. So shut down. Yeah. It's, uh, she's done some things where it's like, well, I don't care about that. Mm-hmm. Great. Then let's make it two weeks then. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, you do care. Yes. There yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I found it. Everybody's yeah. got a price. I, I know another thing that I've read or heard about was the, um, and, and admittedly, I do this still. It, it is a hard one to crack for me where you, you essentially know that they're lying, right? Mm-hmm. And you're setting them up in terms of like, why did you? You're entrapping them. What happened? Sure. Yeah, exactly. You're yeah. kind of doing that, right? So rather than positioning in a way of saying, listen, we know you, you spiked the drink here. So why don't you just fess mm-hmm. up to it and mm-hmm. let's get this over with, right? Right. Um, which is hard to do again in the moment, right? Because it's yeah. sort of like when, when you're frustrated, you know something's up, you're like, what's going on? Like, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. Um, so it, that I can see certainly, and I, I have had that a few times where I was sort of like, hey, just remember, you don't get in trouble if you tell the truth. Right. And then and then ask the question. I know I've done that a few times. Uh, some of her friends have been over and I've said that and uh, like, and I've talked about it. So uh, acting as the reminder ahead of time um, has worked. And I think it would probably continue to do, but you just have to remember it yourself. Yeah. It's a whole lot easier if she just remembered to tell the goddamn <laughs> truth to begin with and would have to remember this prefacing stuff. She is only six. So, you know, yeah. cut her yeah. a bit of slack. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but still it's something you want to correct. So, so that those are the main ones that I've tried. Um, mm-hmm. What have you read about or have tried? I should say, like, has, has anything worked for you with Davina no. and things like that? No, she's still I think she's just kind of scientifically out of it. figuring it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's experimenting, um, experimenting with getting in trouble for, it's the stupidest lies. They always it's, stupid. Yeah. You know, I like I I watch her do something. It's like, no, I didn't do that. Like yeah. hitting her sister or pushing her sister. It's like I do you, do you think I'm blind? I'm standing <laughs> here. You looked at me right afterwards yeah. to confirm that I saw what you did. Yeah. And I saw what you did. Yeah. No, I didn't push her. You you're kidding, right? <laughs> so uh, I mean, and I know for I, so McKenna hasn't done that uh, yet. I know one one of your daughters is over uh, at her house, uh, and she threw salt over her shoulder for whatever reason. Yeah, um, and I was standing right there, and she said, "I didn't throw salt over her shoulder." <laughs> I was like, "Well, there's salt on the floor, and I saw you throw it over your shoulder," and I was laughing when I was saying it, like. <laughs> What is this yeah. <laughs> technique here? <laughs> it's like they it's are like the the Jedi mind trick. They're like yeah, they're, they're just, like hey, they're boys they for politics. <laughs> like they're they're perfectly suited for it. Um, so we have we have tried to explain the consequences of lying, mm-hmm. like long term consequences, particularly for Allie when she started it at uh, a new school a couple years ago, about three, three and a half years ago now, um, she, she told some lies to some of her friends. Um, she told them she could make them sweaters or something, just a ridiculous lie. Right. right. And she got caught in it by her friends um, who very quickly, you know, 
pointed out that you couldn't trust her. Mm. Right. And this was in the first couple weeks of her being at a new school. And so we have since, you know, kind of reminded her and her sisters of the consequences lying to your friends, that they very quickly become not your friends and that it's, there's no faster way to destroy a relationship than by lying to each other and, right. and ruining trust. Yeah. Um, what else? I mean, screen time has been lost many, many times in our house, but similarly to the situation in your house, there are individuals within a <laughs> marital relationship <laughs> that may forego punishments for ease of dealing with the situations. Okay. And, and I will say like, sometimes, you know, when you're trying to get like, there's, yeah. there's no question about it. Um, but, you know, the other side, when there is nothing going on, mm-hmm. I, I think that there, I'm going to say that Vanessa and I have probably been more productive uh, without having to worry about what's going on with the kids because they were just playing like it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, it seems like there's a, a level where you can get to where they know. And that's where I'm getting to. That I feel like in terms of screen time, it's sort of like it's a there needs to be like very hard and set rules. Like, yeah. no, there's no screen time until like this sort of time or this sort of thing. So it's not even, it's, it's not, it's, that's where I found it. It becomes a thing is where when it's a little bit of like a pecking throughout the whole day, then it's mm-hmm. just, it just defaults like, Oh, maybe I can have some screen. Oh, maybe I can have some screen time. Maybe I can have a screen time. Right. And just sort of like every time there's a bit of a downtime, Hey, can I watch? So it's like, no, you can't watch like, right. Stop bothering me. So I think if it ever comes back, if she ever stops lying, <laughs> there will be very, very strict rules on when it exists. I'd like for it to be. Yeah. No, there's only after lunch or three o'clock or some like, I don't know, just some type of timeline where it's, you you have to play, you wake up in the morning. It's not the first thing you think of. It's not the first thing you default to type stuff. Um, so this says one article here talks about how the ages of four to six mm-hmm. um, is where I guess lying becomes the, the main thing. I know again, story time, my, my daughter uh, has been, she's at school and uh, places with her friend that have, I guess, similar personalities. So they have like a love hate back and forth every now and then. Right. Uh, she, anyways, I want to play with her and uh, maybe not today and things like that. Anyways. Uh, so this friend said uh, quite often is playing and says like, I saw a fairy. Right. Right. And, and so it into the play zone, but then she says, no, I really saw a fairy. Like I'm telling the truth. It was real. Right. And so then, so then that gets into the, the sort of flying part where McKenna's kind of like, you did not see a fairy. Like this is <laughs> you're lying and has a big issue with that, which is always interesting how she's able to like have a big stance about lying in that case. And yet anyways. Um, and so it was an interesting conversation talking to her about it as well as like yeah well i mean so you could also just accept that she's trying to play to begin with right she Mm -hmm. says you're fair you can be like oh yeah like that's neat where was it over here or something like that and just sort of in that world right so where it gets into the trouble lying bit i can understand is when it's like 
no, she's doubling down again. No, I yeah. really like I'm really telling the truth, honestly. Using those types of words, that yes. word, that's where you get annoyed. Yeah. So one of the things that that an article suggests is doing what they call a truth check. So, you know, when you when you are dealing with your child and kind of have caught them in a lie, mm-hmm. saying to them, I'm gonna go away for 10 minutes and I'm gonna come back to you. And in the event that during those 10 minutes, you decide that you want to tell me a different version of the story that is the truth, you will not get in trouble. This is just a truth check. And you walk away and come back and give them the opportunity to kind of stew on it and decide what direction they want to go. Okay. I have not done that. I haven't no, tried I it. haven't. I haven't done that either. But I have a feeling that particularly for Navina, um, so ADHD children have a natural reaction of saying no, right? Hmm. I mean, technically everybody does. <laughs> we, have a, we have a heuristic in our brain, a, sh- a decision-making shortcut that defaults to, to no, right? No first is our, is our automatic reaction, particularly if you're only given one choice. Um. And ADHD children largely are put in binary choices because they are walking, talking tornadoes. And so you don't give them too many options because it just creates havoc because uh, choices overwhelm them. Mm-hmm. So um, what, what they're saying is that ADHD children, by giving them more time to think about it, you're more likely to get an honest answer versus just getting no i didn't do that right um so i could see truth checking probably working fairly well for navina um yeah i can see that actually if you are able to remember this again i mean this yeah, is always yeah, the the key yeah. thing if uh, can you change things in the moment when your <laughs> emotions happen to take you to a different place <laughs> like no but this yeah. kind of stuff is muscle memory right like we're we're trying to train in new muscle yeah, memory exactly so building into that then is there what about looking at like going even farther and saying basically can you not talk about whatever it is in that moment and talk about it 10 minutes later. Right. And you've calmed down. Interesting. Right. And just, and, and so if you're able to stop yourself entirely, then you preface it with the like, Hey, uh, this is remember you don't get in trouble for telling the truth or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Right. Cause that's essentially the same version. Yeah. Uh, to a degree, but in, in what their proposal is that the lie has already happened. Yeah. And then they're giving you a chance to, tell the truth what i'm saying is is try to avoid the lie entirely right stop talking about it in the moment because you know it's you're catching them something come back 10 minutes later say remember tell the truth okay like can you tell me what happened here yeah i feel like that is setting them up for the most success because mm-hmm. then they're getting the habit of telling the truth the first time yeah <laughs> yeah right um, what do you think of that? My, my little I, twist. I like it. I think that would be very difficult to do to like, to stop it before it happens. <laughs> um, 
because Ideally. a lot of the time we don't we don't realize it's happening until we're right into it. Like our our kids, as we've already discussed, choose the strangest times to lie. So yeah. you're not anticipating that a lie is going to come out. Yeah. Uh, so you you period. blow up a little bit, then yeah. you're like, all right. I Shit. think yeah, I think the key is is okay. To just wait ten minutes. Hear the lie back. and and I would argue that most of the lies come come out of a situation where there are heightened emotions, mm-hmm. right? Either something has been done wrong, the kids are looking to avoid embarrassment, they're they're feeling anxious and they're and they're trying to protect somebody else. Like they're they're extreme heightened emotions at those points. So if you were to walk away when you hear the lie without even reacting, so the lie has already taken place, walk away and come back when there are less emotions involved in the situation, you're more likely to get an honest response Mm -hmm. and and to be able to resolve it than if you try to address it right then and there, because you're just going to compile those heightened emotions and wind up in even an even more emotional state. Coming back to that same wait a few minutes to be able to diffuse. What was the, the last couple podcasts we were talking about? Again, the same situation where basically you want to yeah. take a moment. What, what was that? What were we talking about there? It was, Do you want to take a moment? I no, where, where we take essentially a moment, right? Mm-hmm. And come back and, and approach, approach something from a, a different perspective. Where, where you're not in the moment, like frustrated. Was that um, when we were, we were talking about um, getting out of the house without losing your mind? <laughs> Possibly. Two episodes back. It's always yeah. a good idea, basically, just to take a moment and, and come back when you're to discuss things. Oh, I think that's what it was. Uh, now I'm thinking back. It was the apologizing technique, mm. right? Where we weren't doing it, but it was essentially we were doing it because we were waiting um, for the kids to calm down. Right, yeah. where they're not in the emotional state. Like you tell yeah. your, you tell little Johnny to go, to say sorry. Right. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't work. You have to wait for everyone to calm down first, mm-hmm. and then you say like, "Listen, you know, you smashed a glass over the kid's head." This is getting extreme. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You you fashioned a shiv out of a. <laughs> <laughs> say sorry to the nice judge, and maybe he'll let you off the manslaughter charge. Yeah. <laughs> right. These, uh, these are real life cases. Uh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure the parents in that situation are listening to our podcast. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Have them calm down and have that conversation. That's what I was thinking. That was a yeah. number of uh, podcasts ago, but um, essentially the same thing, right? If you're able to in the moment, just take a pause and think back um, all, all the better. If you can't, then yeah, waiting that 10 minutes, that's probably a, a very good idea. Once they've sort of forgotten about it, then you, in essence, you're also reminding them, I guess, that it is also, it's a big deal, yeah. right? Because you're not, you're coming back to it. It's not just a, okay, well, forget it. We'll just drop it. Well, you do need, I think that's the thing is you do need to come back to it. Mm-hmm. So you can't just sweep it under the rug. Well, I think that's some good ideas. I'm definitely going to try that 10 minute thing. Yeah. I, I like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So thanks everybody for listening. 
Um, I hope you found this as interesting as we did. Uh, just more real world experiences from the lives of two flawed dads. Um, if anyone if you, else has any good ideas on how to stop lying, then yeah, reach out to us on social media. Um, yes, please at do. Flawed Dad Podcast or by email. Um, hello at flawedad.com. Uh, or just go to our website, uh, flawdad.com, and um, check out our other episodes. Uh, please go and uh, rate and uh, review us on Apple. And uh, yeah, we look forward to speaking for you guys soon. <laughs> All the best, everyone. Bye. Thanks so much.